Hey everybody, welcome to another segment of Tony's show and today, what's going on here, uh, today we're going to talk about different things, uh, tying to Canada of course. I had to ask this question, now this question is going to sound a little crude, but I gotta, I'm, I'm trying to make a point here in regarding to the, to a, a theme. To a theme. So the question I have for everybody is, how important is anal sex to you? I know it's an off-the-cuff question, and I know it sounds a little bit strange. I get it. I do get it, you know. But I'm asking this question because I'm trying to ask, you know, trying to make a point. I'm trying to make a point, you know, how, how important is anal sex to you? I mean, do you dream about it? You think thoughts about this all the time? Do you, you know, do you wonder, you know, fantasize? Do you dwell on this as a major, major, major uh, problem that needs to be solved by the Canadian government? <laughs> Sounds a little strange, I know, but... I have to ask this question. I'm just trying to figure out how many Canadians actually believe that anal sex should be the one of uh, the forefront criteria for the government of Canada to deal with. Because apparently in Canada, the parliament saw fit to get engaged in the, the regulating of anal sex. So for a couple hundred years, I guess anal sex was, you know, 18. You have to be 18 in order to engage in anal sex. Now you can do it at 16. The government has made sure that 16-year-olds now can now, you know, engage in anal sex. And I was thinking about that. I was thinking, you know, I'm not sure where Canada is right now. Did, did we lose it forever? Is it just this effed up that we are, we have a... a, a a parliament, conservatives, liberals, and NDP with the Parti Québécois, and they all saw the need to lower the age of having anal sex. I'm just wondering. I mean, I'm thinking housing crisis, you know, we got problems with that, jobs, burying all the dead people that have been euthanized with you know, the bioweapon from Moderna and Pfizer. <laughs> killed how many, about what, 7 million Canadians have died from these damn injections and we're concerned about anal sex. <laughs> you know, what, what about lowering the taxes? Why not, why not, what about building affordable housing, which they've done, it's called an internment camp. So if you can't live if you can't find a place to live and you happen to be out in the streets and they change the laws about vagrancy, they may pick you up and put you in an internment camp. That's highly possible. You know, we got problems across this country, even the communication problems between the East and the West. And yet the number one criteria for the government, the liberal government, the liberal NDP government, since they're in bed together, maybe, who knows, they're engaging in deep penetration just like the WEF, and they're discussing the finer points of whether or not an 18-year-old or a 16-year-old should have anal sex. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> Unbelievable. Welcome to Canada, eh? <laughs> Where anal sex is the number one criteria of the country today. <laughs> not living accommodations, not health and welfare, not lowering the taxes, not lowering the price of oil, not making food more affordable, not making the housing more affordable. No, 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 no. Yeah, we're going to... Pay attention to an arsehole. Makes no sense, but here we are. That's why I started the questioning. Because I want every Canadian to start thinking in these terms. 
Is anal sex that important? That the government needs to engage our tax dollars to discuss the criteria for lowering the age of anal sex. I mean, I think we have more problems going on in this country than worry about somebody wanting to have engage their DNA that way. I'll put it that way. Makes no sense, but here we are. I learned something today. I didn't know what it meant. I thought I knew what it meant, but I didn't really know what it meant. And the the term is called intersex. Now, I, I it may sound weird that I got into sexual theme, but it's not really... It is a theme, and it's... <laughs> Anyway, this is part of that whole anal sex thing because now the government wants to regulate sexuality so that everybody can now have some kind of freedom. So they list a whole bunch of stuff and they mention the term intersex. And like I said, I didn't know. I thought intersex had to do with bisexuality. So then I decided I better look it up to see what that really means. And sure enough, I was wrong. Uh, intersex, what it, what it, and, it, and it's a legitimate um, condition. But again, and the cause of the condition can be blamed on government. Again, government and big agropharma genetic engineering that Monsanto and Syngesta and Cargill and a whole bunch have done in the past that caused this problem, and I'm going to explain why. Intersex basically is a mutation that affects the endocrine system, where at the time of birth, the biochemistry and the DNA were malfunctioning. So what winds up happening is you have a person who's born that may have a male attributes on the surface, testicles, penis, you know, certain muscle definition, but on the inside have female organs. Or you have a woman that has an oversized clitoris, and on the inside she has male organs. Something happened here. Something went wrong in the oven. And what caused this, now if you go back, if you go on my website, and you look at the soy, studies. There's four links. One of the links talks about the endocrine disrupting effect of soy, just soy. And there was a condition, and this thing's been up there, out there for about 20 years, just so everybody knows. So there's a condition, condition called hypospadia where a male organ, the male reproductive organ, the penis and the testicles, malfunction in their formation. So what can happen is you can have a child born a male and the penis can be completely uh, malfunctioning. It may, it may be completely not even formed properly. It could, it could look like a banana split. The hole where it should be at the tip of the penis is now at the very base of the penis near the testicles. And this is a form of intersex as well because what winds up happening there is the estrogens have corrupted the, uh, the, the receptor sites of the body to engage in testosterone. Now there's an estrogen there that has created this anomaly. This is why I tell people not to eat soy. And if you're pregnant, don't eat soy, if you, especially if you have a boy. There's a lot of people in this new age bullshit that believe that, oh, soy is good for you. <laughs> so what happens is they eat this endocrine, this phytoestrogen that has endocrine disrupting chemicals that have also pesticides and other components sprayed on it to further exasperate and to um, increase the odds of mutation. Now let's get back to intersex, you know, with the, the, the organs and the, the reproductive system being all screwed up. Since the 50s, there have been chemicals put into the food supply. And in the 60s and 70s, pesticides have always been sprayed as far back as the 1930s. So a lot of these, lot of these 
pesticides and fungicides and herbicides had a high level of synthetic or xenoestrogenic components that would embed into the plant and then start causing a malfunction in the endocrine system. Now, you have generation one using DDT and other harmful uh, chemicals that are xenoestrogenic, synthetic estrogens. They eat the stuff, they have children, and all of a sudden the children don't come out ex you know, as healthy as th their generation. So now that generation is eating chemicals that are xenoestrogenic, and then they're starting to eat more phytoestrogenically based foods like soy and tofu and miso and fenugreek and fennel and you know, pomegranate and pomegranate juice and so forth and so on. So now they're also loading with phytoestrogens and xenoestrogens at the same time. And if you take two estrogens and combine them, they can actually um, amplify the effect by 1,500 times. So now you have a mom who has a daughter who may be eating something that may be androgenic, in other words, uh, geared for the male uh, endocrine system or the male physiology. So now you have mom eating stuff that's geared for the male population, and she may be carrying a girl. So now the girl is eating these androgenically-based foods, onion, garlic, ginger, you know, stuff like that, high amounts, olive oil, uh, things that may have to do with the pine, you know, maybe pycnogenol, you know, uh, maybe she's taking some kind of hormones that may be, again, androgenically inclined, high levels of zinc, things that could affect the, the um, maturation of the child. So the young woman comes out and all of a sudden she has some attributes that aren't so feminine. So now you have someone who has maybe a clitoris that has now has an extra growth factor there. Maybe there's no vagina there at all, just a urinary tract. Something again is off and then maybe the inside is built more like a male. These are endocrine disrupting chemicals that the governments allowed, allowed companies like Monsanto and Syngesta and a bunch of other chemical, uh, other country, uh, chemical uh, companies, what a tongue twister, to produce pesticides that have high levels of estrogens into them. Syngesta had produced one where one of their own scientists looked at uh, the environment and he was looking at frogs. Well, the male frogs from one generation to the next, the second generation when they were born, they were not as big, not as thick, not as strong, and had feminine qual uh, qualities to their physiology. That frog, the second generation had, was, would be considered intersex sex, because it had A disruption in its endocrine system. So, and this was all caused by the pesticides they were spraying that got into the water table that created the problem. So, what has gone on in the past with women and men who were born with this condition, the doctors would perform a surgical procedure that would either gear it one way or another. So that if it was, it had male properties, but female properties inside, if the parents decided this was going to be a boy, they, they would uh, do the surgical procedure to make sure that the child was more masculine looking or masculine, had more masculine traits, and vice versa. So when we're looking at all this stuff, and now the government is trying to give every, all these different LGBT and the gay population and the lesbian population and now the intersect population some kind of status to give them more equality. When you look at our laws that are already on the books, 
if you're a Canadian, or again, being in Canada, if you're an American, being in America, being born in the country gives you automatically the rights and freedoms and, and privileges of being a Canadian, irrespective of your gender. A man or a woman, when you're born in Canada, you are a Canadian, and by the, by the Charter, by the uh, Bill of Rights, by, what, by the Constitution uh, that we have, you all, everyone has equal rights under the law. Now, that's, now, in all honesty, that's not the reality. In all honesty, that's the, the ideal. <laughs> According to our Constitution, we are all equal under the law. Hmm. You know, that's not true, but that's, again, the premise that we all go by. So, based on that, we don't need to make any special laws for anybody because they've had a mutation that has affected their endocrine system. Now, I don't call this a accident. I call it, it was purposely done on purpose. They were talking at one point in time to create a man-woman as a hermaphrodite. This way, the hermaphrodites would have both genders, wouldn't really need to... Um, uh, be distracted with reproduction, and would have been the perfect slave. This, this was they. They were talking about this 30, 40 years ago. So I think what they did is they got, they made the endeavor to again corrupt the endocrine system of both men and women, so that they could have created that that um, that uniqueness they were looking for. That hermaphrodite technology. Now they've got all these people that have been born as a result of their experimentation that didn't go the way they wanted it to. And so now they're utilizing this as a front, as a front, again, to distract everybody from the issues at hand that are real and that we need to deal with. Like, for instance, the reason why we have to wear a mask. There's no reason for it. But, hey, 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 you know, that's what they, that's what they are gearing for. You know, and the um, there are a lot of things changing in Canada, not just Canada, all across the planet. You know, all across the planet. So the um, you know the and when we're looking at all this stuff that's going on today, and what we are looking at, like if somebody is somebody has been dealing with these mutations that we're just talking because this is a mutation. This, these are all mutations. And again, this was all done on purpose. This was all done in order to create a, uh, an anomaly so that it would have curtailed any reproduction or any uh, population control. You know, if you got a male organ and you have female organs on the inside, well, you're not going to go out there and pursue any kind of relationship where, you know, you're going to you're going to have a, you're going to make a baby. That may not be that may not even be possible. And the idea that we have this ongoing again, this these are people that again have no understanding as to why this would occur. But we. There have been warnings on this for over 40 years that we had continued using genetically engineered foods, genetically modified organisms in the food supply, that something was going to be impacting the endocrine system or the ability to reproduce. Procreation would, would, may have caused um, mutations in the next generation. Now, how long is this going to uh, sustain? Well, it'll, it'll either sustain until these people die off or until several generations down the road where there may be something that may, may correct this, provided they're not taking any kind of injections, they're not taking any kind of uh, bioweaponry to further cause more damage to the endocrine system. Like I said, nothing is what it appears. Like I said, if you go on the augmentenforce.50webs.com, 
Look at one of the, look at one of the soy uh, studies that are there. You're going to be and these studies were have been there for at least almost 20 years. If you're not read them. You know, so the um it's important that you understand again, and it takes about 20 years before we start seeing the results of the legislations that they passed 20 years ago. And you have to understand something. This is not a liberal problem. This is a, this is a government problem. Conservatives did the same thing. They passed a lot of laws allowing big businesses to come into Canada to do whatever they wanted to do, and they did it, and they paid the government to look the other way. That's called having a lobbying group. Where a lobbying group comes along and says, Hey, Mr. So-and-so, we helped you get into power. We need a little teeny-weeny insy-bitsy favor from you. We need to spray this shit on the food supply. It's a, it's a bit on the gray side, but we figured we could get you to pass the bill. Here's a token of our gratitude. It's not a, it's not a bribe. It's a token of our gratitude. Before you know it, chemicals are being put in the food supply that shouldn't be there. Look at the chemtrails coming down from the sky. 22, 23 hours, the bulk of those chemtrails are now on the ground from the previous night of spraying. What's one of the number one minerals or metals that are in the chemtrails? That's aluminum. What is aluminum due to the body's physiology? It's an endocrine disrupting chemical. It's a metalloestrogen. So if it clings to the receptor site of both either the male or the female, it can activate the estrogens in the body. Males do produce estrogen. At the end of the scale, once you get the testosterone, DHC, then you go into converting things to estrogen to be removed from the body. But if you're loading up with metals that are, are xenoestrogenic uh, or um, uh, uh, a metalloestrogen-like material, you can become inundated with this crap. It has a tendency to change your biology. And maybe that's why today we have all these people that don't know they're completely disorientated in regarding to their endocrine system because perhaps they are getting exposed to chemicals that are now embedding in their receptor sites, creating the anomalies that are going on. It's a real deal. And like I said, we are in war. They are trying to kill the general population. Don't think for one minute that they give a shit about you. They don't. You know, don't think for one second that they give a sh shit about you. They don't. They don't care. They haven't cared, and they're not going to start now. You know, what they're looking for at this point in the game is money, money, and more money. That's what they're looking for. You know, they, and to be able to stay in power. So if they serve their taskmasters well, then what will happen is they will get another assignment. And then they will, too will be paid very lucratively to carry on the other assignment. Now back in 19... Hold on, I think. What was this here? 1952. 1952. They already had... The game plan of what they were going to do in 2020. Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> can you can you dig it? You know, that's what we used to say all the time. Can you dig it? Let me play this so that you understand. Now, I, the, the link is going to be up there for you guys to watch it. But I encourage you to also look at, listen to it now. It's about a minute, you know, give or take. So, so anyway, listen to this because it's going to be interesting. Hold on. Here we go. The future certainly looks bright, but it isn't without its darker sides. 
According to some predictions, obesity will likely run rampant, and political corruption will become so commonplace as to be accepted. People with nothing entertaining or informative to say will broadcast their demands for attention, and once-beloved performers will become pushers of snake oil. Perhaps worst of all will be the emergence of a deadly and potentially devastating disease. Think of the last time that you contracted influenza. You were likely bedridden for days, having no appetite or desire to play games. Experts predict that by the year 2020, a new virus will rise, spreading from somewhere in Asia to the rest of the world. And with international travel being available to even the most common citizen, a sickness which would have been contained in years past will quickly spread to all corners of the globe. Now, was this a propaganda machine? More than likely. Was this a forecast of things to come? More than likely. Were they working on this technology way back then? Definitely. The war in Vietnam came in the 60s. What was the reason for the war? What they told the American population was we are going to help the Vietnamese find democracy. And we're going to stop the commies from taking over Vietnam. <laughs> the truth of the matter was they weren't there to stop the communists. They were there to protect big businesses, big business investments that were over there. That's what that was all about. And to reduce the population, 60,000 men died over there for nothing. All these wars that the United States has been involved in have been for absolutely nothing except to protect big businesses and corporations and banks' interests in those countries where they was. They basically, the U.S. military is basically a um, hitman for, for hire. That's what we're dealing with today. The mentality about you know, having a powerful military, soldiers are expedient. Kill a hundred, you can recruit a hundred more. Train them the same way, go to the next mission. You, know, you got guys that are making a career in the military because they, they're, ide they're idealistic, thinking that they're there to, to protect the country. If the soldiers actually knew who the real enemy was or is, in the respective countries, they would have arrested every politician and went after every corporate uh, president in their country and had them all arrested, including the head CEOs of every bank. If they really knew who the real enemy of the state was or enemy of the country was. Imagine if the United States population went after the presidency and the vice presidency and the, and the uh, Congress and the House. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you, that'd be a, that would be basically flipping the country inside out. Imagine in Canada, same thing. Everybody in this country went after, you know, went to Ottawa. You know, demanded certain arrests to be taken place. Imagine that. Imagine that could ever happen. So here you go today with the agenda that was already planned back in 19... Well, this is, the film says 56, but the heading said 1952. So, so things were working back then to, so that by, again, 60 years later, 64 years later, they would have had what they were looking for to engage in the um, bioweapon release program. What they did mention about the coronavirus was that they had frequencies activating people or deactivating them. I guess that's a better word, a deactivation uh, virus. You know, this is, um, this is amazing today to be able to consider that we have where we're at today. You know, it's amazing how far they have planned this, the demise of mankind. It's just amazing. 
The interesting thing about all this as well is they make a comment that this would be coming from Asia. Now, you have to understand, back in 1956, the United States was the powerhouse of the planet, and they had already screwed up Korea. <laughs> they were working on screwing up Vietnam. They had military bases in the Philippines and you know different parts of the world. So even then, the U.S. wasn't really... Uh, on friendly terms with Asia. I mean, they had there was Japan, which was their ally, South Korea, so forth and so on. So, for them to make the, pro the profound statement that this was going to come out of Asia tells you that they already had this already going on back then. To be honest with you, I think the Earth, the the, the world would have ended a lot sooner. It probably should have ended a lot sooner, but God had intervened because if we, if this had had been developed way back then, with the mindset of most people back then, a lot of people would have died for nothing, for absolutely nothing. The uh, it's like I said, it's it's all been part of the plan. You know, again, to disengage and to. Um, you know, kill as many people as possible. Now, Canada, I'm going back to O Canada. O Canada. <laughs> They're now into, into slaughtering kids. Now, we were talking about anal sex a little while ago, changing the age from 18 to 16, so a child now can decide if anal sex is a priority at 16 rather than 18. <laughs> Jeez. Canada. Canada slaughtering the youth of the country behind the guise of legal euthanasia. What happened to Canada? This is about cutting medical costs in the country. I'm sure they are going to want amnesty for this as well. The blood of Canadians rests straight on the shoulders of doctors and government officials who are practicing democide. Okay, again, it seems like it seems Canada has devised a convenient way to rid the country of their health care system of costly offenders, people requiring reoccurring care with no end in sight. The re and they, they said, uh, since this thing has started, uh, since last year, apparently we, there was a 30% increase in people wanting to commit euthanasia. Now, this, uh, now the, the age, the consenting age, it, the, the, the rules will change by 2023. So kids will no longer need to ask mom and dad if it's okay if they go kill themselves. <laughs> Hey, Mom, I feel like killing myself today. What do you think? Should I go and do it? You know, was, that was in my house or something like that was said. You had been, you had been punched hard. <laughs> so, here we are again. Now, we're going to wipe out all the young people in this country. What are we going to replace Canadians with? Because these are the ones that are going to grow up one day and get into some, well, hopefully they'll find you know, a, a male and female or a, a man and a woman get together and engage in a normal fashion. Again, normal is, again, relative. To procreate and produce children to continue the Canadian heritage to continue. But now if we wipe out all these young people at 12 and 13, 14, whatever. What's going to, what is going to, at this point, take Canada over. You don't have another generation to replace the previous one. You don't have another generation to help take care of those who are about ready to retire. So, <laughs> what, what's coming in? What's coming in? So, like I said, you know, there's a lot going on in this country and this is a slow phase-out of Canadians. We're going to wipe out all the Canadians in Canada. Most of them are of European descent, you know. There are others of other, other ancestry as well. 
We're going to wipe out those of European descent and we're going to replace them with imports. I call them imports. They can come from all over the world. And when they come into the, into the country, I think, I think the, um, the numbers are around 500,000 a year they want to bring in. I think I'm, I'm correct. 500,000. How many people have died then? How many people have actually died? There are not enough jobs to go around for people here in Canada right now. There's no jobs. Nothing that anybody should, would work to, to um, um, be able to live on. Can't work. I mean, Tim Hortons is only paying, what, 14 bucks an hour if they're paying that over here? You're only working like 20 hours a week. Go work in another restaurant. There again, they're maybe paying you 14 an hour, but you're only getting a couple hours a day. So, in order to make any real substantial uh, cha uh, uh, money, you have to work at three different places and set the hours in such a way that each one, you know, you can work to make the money you need. Work in three jobs. Imagine that. And for what? And for what? So, if working to survive doesn't, you know... Um, make you see that this is we're no longer having the ability to even live in our own country there's no way you, you you're going to make it if the guy okay i was watching that euthanasia going back to that and there was a guy they were interviewing that he was light-skinned older guy long hair and he was living in an apartment in toronto i believe it was and he could no longer live there because the, the, the uh, uh, company had sold the apartment building to somebody else, so he had to leave. He was making 1200 a month. That's what the maximum allowance of, of your uh, pensions will give you here in Canada. So now he is only making 1200 and by the time he paid his rent and done whatever, he hardly had any food in his house. And now he has to leave because of uh, the selling of the place. You know, this is another slaughtering going on, another form of democide. Then you got these young people today, again, not knowing the difference, following the agenda, we're going right off the cliff, right off the cliff. It's insane. It's insanity. I gotta tell you, total insanity. You know, but here we are. We are living in the world today. Hey, hey. Okay, I'm gonna play another video. Again, this person, this young woman, is speaking a lot along the lines like I talk. So I just want to basically play it. Hold on one second. Here we go something dark going on in the world today please listen to this video if you don't know that please scroll on i'm tired of losing my accounts before people report this please look up factual information of everything i'm about to say i will provide a list of topics at the end of this video i'm saying these things out of love for my fellow humans the shot is not medicine it is an intro-body nano-network administered through. What they're finding in people are not blood clots. It is self-assembling, self-replicating nanotechnology. Lipid nanoparticles that have been modified on a molecular level, wrapped in pegulation, polyethylene glycol, one of the components that can be used to make hydrogel. The lipid particles are modified to be more sensitive to heat, and frequency. When placed in the human body, they become excited from the heat. In that excitement, they vibrate. With that excitement, magnetofection is created and the particles slowly drift towards each other, hence self-assembling. This intrabody nano network is the first step to make the human body a device linked into the internet of bodies. The shot also changes human DNA rendering the person a GMO owned by a corporation. This allows for the system 
to freely harvest psychological, biological, genetic, and physiological data from the individual without their knowledge or permission. They are now products owned by the corporation that gave them the poke. At the top of all of those corporations is BlackRock and Vanguard. Information is now the new gold, and it will be the foundation for the new financial system coming, the CBDC. The next step is a quantum dot tattoo that will slowly release quantum micro dots, chips, into the human body, individualizing and authenticating all data for each individual. This is part of a transhuman agenda being initiated upon the population without their knowledge by global elitists working primarily through the WEF, the WHO, the IMF, and other global control systems that are not any part of one government. This technology will link every human being into the Internet of Bodies. It is the foundation for a global CBDC that will be controlled with quantum systems this technology has the capacity to fully surveil and control every individual. More and more today, we're seeing more and more re research and reports coming out. <clears throat> A lot of people repeating the facts. Some are getting are putting presenting even more facts. A lot of things we talked about 13 years ago apply to this technology today on some level. This is a little bit more advanced. This is why I tell people all the time, this is not the same thing that we were de talking about. Nanotechnology definitely is the same even in this situation, but they've added a genetic operating system involved with this, which again makes this a whole different animal. And when you're looking at the fact that they can now control just about everything inside of you with these jabs, I had I had people contacting me all the time. They're asking for my assistance, and they tell me they've been jabbed twice, three times, or whatever. And I will tell them straight out, and this is, a, again, an FYI for everybody. If you contact me and you ask me for assistance, I will respond to you by saying this. I will help you out. I don't know what I'm going to give you is going to work for you because your genetic code now has been completely altered. So I don't know if these things now will work for you the way they would work for a normal person. And when I mean by normal person, I mean someone who didn't take the injections, didn't, didn't listen to the nonsense, and, and still have their uh, initial DNA still intact. Now the reason why I say this, and I say this in my email, so that you don't get duped by gurus, goofballs, naturopaths, doctors, jackasses that will just will take advantage of your desperation to take your money. A lot of times when I help these people, I don't charge them anything at all. Nothing. So I, gave, I would give, them, give the people their advice. They can try it. If it works, success. If it doesn't work, back to the drawing board. Now, I'm, and I say this on directly. Anybody that comes out here today and says they can pull this out of your body, they, get, they have a solution, they have this, they have that, they're all full of shit, lying, shilling, and selling pills, all of them. None of them have any idea, most of the time, about anything about this nano. They have this assumption and presumption and ego, thinking they know something. They know fuck all. All of them. They don't know anything about self-assembly, self-repair, self-replication. They have no clue. They think they're dealing with a metallic material. That's what they think they're dealing with. They don't realize they're dealing with an operating system that's an adaptive operating system that no matter what you throw at it directly, well, it will morph and become something to, uh, to counter whatever they're doing. But the, And these are the arrogant, 
guru types that are out there today. Even the doctor in New Zealand who was seeing the construction of the self-assembling going on had no idea what he was looking at. He, at least, at least, he was telling you the truth. He had no idea. He was seeing it, not understanding. I knew what was going on. I saw the lattices forming so that the nano uh, assembly could, could be constructed the way the lattices were designing it to be constructed. I, I understood that. I've been dealing with this shit for 13 years, so I've seen and read enough and seen enough to know what this was going on. But they don't know. They're all punching this graphene bullshit. That is such horseshit, most of that. Graphene is not the only component in there causing the problem. Graphene is the component they may have wrote the data on, but there's other metallic materials they may have wrote the data on as well. There are also gold nanoparticles in those injections. They don't talk about that. That causes a lot of damage as well, and it can get embedded in a lot of different places. It can embed in the spine, the brain, and other parts, yet they don't even talk about that. They don't, haven't even mentioned it yet. So a lot of the things that we're seeing on the Internet, I, I, don't even, I watch them initially once or twice, and then I just disregard most of them because, I, 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 like I said, the genetic part of that... I get to some degree and how it interfaces with the nano part of it because you've got two operating systems functioning uh, with each other and they're integrated. So one directs the other. One takes the other. One, one is a delivery uh, technology and a network building technology. The other one is the actual operating system telling the network what to do and then relaying that message throughout the body. That's how this is working. But they really do not know jack shit, most of them. And, they're, and they'll sell you zeolite, they'll sell you hydrogen, and they'll sell you, what's the other shit they sell you, nano silver and all these things. And all that crap does is actually amplifies the effect of this technology. And again, a lot of these products that you're buying today in the health food industry in the last, I'd say, five to eight years, have, most of that shit that you've been buying has been doing exactly just that, uh, amplifying the effect of this t type of tech. It, you already were putting in the foundation for this tech to be able to work. A lot of health products today have a nano delivery method. That should have been the first, first red alert that you popped in your head, nano delivery. A lot of these nanometals that they're using do not come out of the body like they say either, like that carbon C60, another pile of rubbish. It doesn't come out through the kidneys like they say. It comes out through the respiratory if it comes out at all. But again, and it becomes and it gets entwined in on the cellular level and on the DNA level, turning your DNA and the cells into a um, superconductor. Your DNA and your blood have the capacity to send and receive frequencies. Your DNA is an antenna or receptor that is that again stores data and again uses that data to do whatever the body is required to do. Adding data to the DNA will change the operating system of the DNA. Adding LNPs, liquid lipid nanoparticles into the system will embed into the DNA and release and releases the operating systems that are whatever is being uh, uh, transmitted to release. This sounds like a lot of sci-fi stuff, but that sci-fi that you were watching in earlier in your life was giving you the message of what they were planning on doing and how they were going to engage it. Now they're doing it. You go back and look at you know Star Trek Next Generation when they encountered the Borg. We're here to assimilate you. And if you actually look at it, the clues were right in front of you. Half humanoid, half machine. That's the end goal. To turn you into a, a, um, a collective. That's, and again, back to the days of Noah. They're one mind and one language, one mind and one language. They're already linked 
to an operating system and been completely controlled as a collective to build that antenna that they were building, to, to rend the heavens open. Nothing's changed, except now we're, we are revisiting the same type of shit that was going on in the days of Nimrod and the days of Noah. This is a rerun. And again, it's been done in such a way that, and again, through fear and panic, irrational thinking, stupidity of the, of the nth degree, nobody taking the time, everyone being too busy paying off a mortgage or paying off a car payment or insurance payment or whatever. And now look at today. Nobody has jobs, can't afford to drive. You have houses that you've spent millions of dollars for that you're going to lose by next year. All done and orchestrated. So like I said, this is another, again, confirmation of what everybody's been saying. Well, should be saying. Anyway, there's, like I said, a lot of goofy gurus out there. We can get this out of you. Just give us a million thousand thousand billion dollars and we'll take it out. <laughs> So again, you heard my comment about how I'll respond to you. Again, nobody can really tell you what is going on. And there's all kinds of shit out there. Oh, it's a parasite. It's a, it's a snake venom. It's this, it's that. That's call it what it really is. It's an operating system that can perform and produce mimetic-like effect. And until they understand what a mimetic is, a lot of them are just blowing, blowing sunshine up everybody's ass. Like I said, majority of them don't know jack shit. Period. And, I, and I'll say that unequivocally because, again, I have been looking at this nano for a long time. So has another individual. And we have just about seen all you could see. There's been a lot of us that have got together and have been working on this stuff for quite some time. And the stuff that we have seen come out of our bodies and we're not injected... Seeing this tech coming out of our systems is, is mind-boggling as it is. And getting it out of the system is, is, is uh, a lot of fun too. But this, what we're seeing here, is on a whole different level. A whole different level. So again, a lot of, you're going to see a lot of gurus come out there. They're going to sensationalize whatever. This gal came out there and she was pretty... Cool. I thought she was more more accurate than most of the other ones, most of the so-called um, medical practitioners out there, naturopaths, are talking this stuff. Majority of them don't know jack shit, like I said. This was a pretty good, actually, a, a pretty good excerpt that this young woman was talking. If I ever find her, I, if I can get a, if I can send a comment to her, I, I will again. Uh, I'll, I'll congratulate her. She's like I said. She basically gave it to you in a nutshell. So anyway, I just wanted to point that out as well, um, because like I said, and and I'll, you know, I'm telling you what I'm telling you because it's the truest thing you'll ever hear from anybody that is in this industry right now that has any any integrity. As far as you know, there are other people out there who have integrity, and they'll tell you the same thing. We don't know what what will work. We just don't know, <clears throat> you know. And it's it's uh, we can try and see, you know. Try and see. The uh, the Swedes are now passing legislation. I got a link there. I, I think it's in in uh, the Swedish language. If you right click on it, it, you can you can have the page translated to English, and you can read it. They got such high censorship now, you can't say anything about the government or anything that may be considered a, uh, uh, to affect their security. Freedom of speech is going out the door. It's going out the door. You know, totally, totally, totally going out the door. So again, I, I'm encouraging you also, okay, to even reiterate that freedom of speech going out the door. I just had another YouTube video go down on turpentine. Now, I'm going to again encourage you all 
you go to my YouTube channel while it's still there and start downloading those videos while you still can. Because if you don't, then what's going to wind up happening is the only way you're going to be able to get this stuff is if you order it. And it's go then it's going to cost you. Now it's free. And it's been free there for years and years and years. So I would encourage you, while it's still free, go and get the data. Like I said, freedom of speech is going to become a concept for the rich. Only the rich will be able to speak freely. The rest of you and the imports they're bringing in are going to be nothing but drones. A collective that will say, yes, sir, no, sir, right away, sir. No, no free speech, no free thought, no free action. So you can read about that in the, Swed in the Swedish uh, link there that I have. Um, and the one thing I will also leave you with is radiological transfection. Buddy of mine, Pyramidic 8 uh, film, the U.S. being irradiated from west to east. And I stated this on my live stream show, that if you're waking up every day feeling like you got beat up by a Mack truck and you, don't, and you feel out of sorts and you feel depressed and your body hurts, your, your joints hurt, you're feeling stressed out, you're feeling drained, um, you have, hardly have any appetite, a lot of that is radiation poisoning. A lot of that is radiation poisoning. So keep that in mind that you are being exposed to high levels of radiation from people who have been infected with the injections and then now are infecting you. Cell phone, towers, any Wi-Fi, Li-Fi, RFs, ELFs, EMFs, AM, FM, variety of different types of radiation plus whatever they're radiating from the sky. Sometimes they do a flyover with an airplane and it beam, sends a beam down from the airplane here to wherever you, we are. Have you ever felt you went shopping or you went out somewhere and came home? By the time you got home, you're completely tapped out, completely exhausted just from a small outing. That's radiation. You may have been targeted in a grocery store. You may have been targeted while you're driving, either with um, the... Um, Street lights, cars are emitting radiation as well. You can go up to a car while it's not running and test it and it will, and it will register. So, you know, you're, you're going out uh, every day doing whatever you're doing and you are now feeling the wrath of the radiation. This is all real and that radiation is being designed to, again, activate these people that have been infected with the injected. You know, those who took the injections are getting activated. Those who didn't are now having uh, the infection, which is the injection, going from the host who took the injection to the person who didn't take the injection. They're using the same method of, of infection spreading with these injections as if there was an, if there was an actual pathological um, cr a crisis going on where the pathogen will hop from person to person. They've done the same thing. they modified the technology so that it will act in the same fashion. So those that have the infection from the injection are now going to, through their injected, going to infect those who haven't. That's the nature of this warfare. So between radiation and once you get infected, it'll be the radiation that will activate the transfection because it's been transferred from person to person to person. Imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine a government that would love their citizens to such a degree that they would kill them all for the sake of money all for the sake of population control? 
But think about this in Canada, okay, for, as a Canadian. Think about this. You're living in Canada. you got members in your in old folks' home that you can't see now unless you've been injected. A lot of bullshit. You can't go to them unless you're wearing a mask. Again, it's all bullshit. And they've been wiping out the elderly, and now they're going to wipe out the uh, kids uh, you know, below 18 with uh, euthanasia. And then they're going to turn around and bring 500,000 people a year into this country. Does that make any sense on any level? We're going to wipe out our own people to bring imports in from other places. And instead of our governments and the cartel that are building the bioweapons in Canada, you know, like Moderna, Pfizer, and whatever, why aren't they taking that money and making, you know, the um, conditions for living better? All around? we we people were living better in the 50s and 60s after the war. The environment was clean. They were living longer because they had a cleaner environment. They had jobs. They had good food. They didn't have genetically modified food. They didn't have a cell phone. They were social. And they lived, pretty, they lived fairly good. Today, we have some of the sickest people in the world. Nine out of ten people have problems with their health in North America. We have some of the most toxic technology Release to the general population to further cause sterility and uh, uh, health issues. Doesn't make you feel great to live in Canada. And we have such a great, you know, we used to hear this all, oh, Canada's such a great place. Canada, oh, Canada's so great. It's, great. it's a great country. Oh, duh, Canada. So I said, well, if you don't like it, you should leave. It's not that I don't like Canada. I like Canada fine. I don't like the way it's being run. Nobody should like the way it's being run. Wiping out our elderly, wiping out the young people, we're bringing 500,000 imports. What, the, what is that? We're trading. Oh, this life isn't as worth as much as this life. See, that's a problem. And that's discrimination, really. It's a form of discriminatory practices. Wiping out your own people is a form of democide, then incorporating and then bringing in 500,000 people from a whole different culture. What is that? And I'm not being racist, I'm just being practical. If we don't have enough jobs for the people that we have here right now, and you're going to be bringing in 500,000 people every year, who, what kind of jobs are they going to have? <laughs> Or imagine it, what kind of pay are they going to pay them? They won't be paying them. I, 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 that one slipped. They're not going to be paying them. They're going to be just putting things into their account. It'll be all electronic. And if there's a screw-up or a glitch in the, in the money transference, and you go to complain because you didn't get your full money that you were supposed to get, they'll shut your account down and lay you off. Imagine that. No representation, nothing. What do you mean you didn't get your... Sure, you got your money. What did you get? Yeah, that's what you're supposed to get. No, no, I'm supposed to get another $100. No, you're not. Yes, I am. I'm going to report you. Go right ahead. Zing. No access to money. No access to transportation. When you get to the place that you got to get to, then they'll blame you for the problems. What a system. What a great system. <laughs> All right, I'm going to wind it down there. I want to let everybody know some of the things that we're seeing today and what's going on. And uh, again, the site tonight will have a lot of links. I encourage you to look at these links, see what's really going on. Get a real picture of Canada, not this euphoric hockey night in Canada bullshit where you see, you know, um, the mountains in Alberta, the nice snowy mountains, and the big Ford F10 or whatever, or alcohol, or some scenario of you know, skiing and all. That's nothing but bullshit and an illusion. 
Again, that's to get you to fantasize about unreality. Give you this idea, oh, yeah, that's Canadian, that's ours, yeah. No, it's, it's maybe Canadian, but it ain't yours. <laughs> it's going to belong to the 500,000 imports they're going to be bringing in because you won't be around. Imagine that. Imagine that. All righty, as I say at the end of these shows all the time, you should read the Gospels, read what Jesus had to say, read, read how Jesus lived. You know, get a bird's eye view of what's going on. Listen to, listen to the teachings and the prophecies that he talked about. Look at the book of Revelations. Read that. Things to come. It's a forecasting of things that are going to happen. And another reset. The interdimensional war that's coming is all there. Read it. You know, the, uh, the, the book of Acts and the letters. Read that. See how people evolved in their faith and grew. So check things out. Start there and see where it takes you. Make sure you read it for yourself. Take the time to read the Bible for yourself. Don't let anybody influence you. Don't let any Zionists influence you. Don't let any Jesuits influence you. Don't let anybody influence you. You read it for yourself. And if you, and if you are a believer, obey it to the best of your ability. And that's pretty much it. On the top of the page, there are people there I, I want to mention right off the bat. You got Yanni. You got Sherry, Sherry or Cherie Henderson. You got Fiona. And you got myself. We are building the buckets, triangles, uh, and the spike. So you have four options there that if you're looking for somebody to make it for you, they're there. There's their links. Uh, if you don't want to make it yourself, make it yourself would be better. But if not... There, there, you have these, all four individuals there, people who are involved in some kind of health to help you out in your, in your um, engaging the nano. You know, we have seen the Borg and now we've engaged the Borg. Now here you are. You have the means to disengage. So check them out. Check out the other people that are up there as well. Everybody's got something to contribute. But I wanted to mention those four especially because a lot of you will contact me saying, well, does anybody build these things? And they say, I always build them. Uh, you got Fiona in the Southwest. You got Cherie in the Midwest. You got uh, Yanni in Europe. And you got me here in Canada. All righty. As I always say at the end of these shows, we are still here by the grace of God. Remember that. So to the next segment, to your health, take care.